1: Welcome back to my podcast. My name's Lorena and this is The Pooch. Hope you've been well. We are on episode 16 and today I wanted to talk about lowering your expectations so that you can survive. It sounds a bit depressing but hear me out. Last week I did an episode that I felt was you know it was talking about the default parent and it wasn't very solutions focused and it's fine I feel like that's part of what this podcast is about. It's it's helping us all kind of relate and not necessarily fix our situations just make us not feel alone but today i thought i might change things up a bit and actually offer some possible hopefully solutions to a bit of mum guilt um i am gonna see how i go my toddler's sleeping but she's a bit she's fighting it honestly i think we're at the point where we're towards the end so we'll see how we go anyway so in my opinion if you suffer from mum guilt and I'm sure you are very familiar with this if you listen to this podcast otherwise um yeah I don't know how much of this is relatable to you but if you suffer from mum guilt I feel like this episode is for you the way that I see it is that mum guilt is very much attributed to the feeling that basically you can't achieve what it is you think you should be able to achieve whether it's for your child whether it's all the things that you think you know as a mom I should be able to be keeping up in this way um, for my kid going out you know on a daily basis taking them out of the house feeding them in a certain way sticking to a routine you know not losing your cool you know managing your all the things that we kind of go why the hell can I not achieve that standard um, or I guess just having a sense that you can't keep up so that you know tends to branch out onto other things like unfortunately things like housework and career and all the things that we kind of go I should be able to manage my circumstances there is a helicopter flying overhead I hope you can't hear that Um, I should be able to manage my circumstances as a mum be the best mum that I can be feel like I've got my shit together professionally at home in all my relationships and basically have my life in order And I I feel like that's the essence of mum guilt, basically having this sense that you can't achieve something that you feel you should be able to achieve. So to me, that's very much linked, obviously, to expectations or standards, having a standard in mind that is what should be achieved or what should be reached um, or having an expectation of how things should be. And not being able to achieve them now hear me out because i know it sounds a little bit like i'm talking about you know letting go of all your goals or letting go of any sense of you know achievement or any sense of working hard and i'm absolutely not saying that at all but i guess part of it is about having a realistic picture and a realistic sense of what you should expect where your standards should sit so i'm all for you know working hard and achieving you know something that makes you feel fulfilled and happy and and all that what I'm saying is I don't feel like we should be measuring ourselves against something that is just unattainable and making us feel shitty in the process so like I said having expectations of what should be achieved is obviously the first way to feel like you're not achieving Um, especially if those expectations sit outside of what's possible I'm really sorry I'm realizing that I'm getting really puffed out very like I'm only halfway and I'm struggling to breathe anyway I'll just pause and catch my breath if I need to um so yeah so you're giving yourself a measure of something that you can't meet and a standard that's not realistic so I guess what I want to talk about is how to shift those expectations how to shift those standards so how to leave those expectations behind um in a way that you can start to enjoy your life and obviously your life as a mum and however you know that mum side of things makes you feel we want to enjoy it obviously Um, but it's I think this is you know this is very much about just shaking our our perception of what should be real shaking our perception of what we should be able to achieve and then having just a chance to enjoy the present version of ourselves but also us as a mum as well. So the first thing I'm obviously going to tell you to do is stay the fuck away from ideals, unrealistic perceptions um, or representations that are just not true. These are standards that are unrelatable um, and it's just going to make it so much worse for you. If you are allowing your precious eyes to be exposed to images and stories of people who have their shit all together and you're not getting the full picture then you are just hurting yourself and honestly it is a standard that is ridiculous you're just hurting yourself in the process so in my books one of the best ways that you can lower your standards and lower your expectations just to cut yourself some slack and you know let yourself have a bit of a bit of a break is stay away from these these perceptions that, that are just going to make you feel like, well, why the hell can I not achieve what this person's capable of achieving? And I'm talking, you know, everything from once again, you know, how they parent to how quickly their body bounced back after pregnancy, you know, and how much time they get to go out drinking with friends and still have, you know, amazing moments with their kids and an amazing relationship and a spotless house that looks stunning and instagrammable and and a bank account that's flowing all these things that just cannot actually possibly add up without there being more to the picture these are the things that I'm saying stay away from it if you want to be cutting yourself some slack and being kinder to yourself we all know that for example, social media is a highlight reel um, and for most people that's that's what they're prepared to share and that is absolutely fine. Um, you know it's like it's like the space that people have to share their creative side. it's the space that people have to share their you know their um I guess the the version of themselves that they want to present to the world and I'm not just talking about you know images like, you're listening to a podcast of someone that you don't, you don't know what my house looks like right now. <laughs> I, I mentioned that my, you know my toddler sleeping while I'm recording, but you have no idea the mess that I'm sitting amongst. To be able to, I'm not in a recording studio. I'm sitting in my apartment. I have clothes that need to be put away right next to me. Um, I have shopping that I need to unload. I am on a desk that is not tidy. There is so much around me that you might not realize when you're listening to this episode or to to my podcast in general. There is nothing glamorous about this process, but without you having the full picture, you may imagine that I am a mom of a toddler who's pregnant, who works part-time, who is managing to you know work on this goal that I have and put together a podcast and I've got time to plan it and I've got time to record it and I've got the material that I need like it might come across that way but this is exactly what I'm talking about unless you are surrounding yourself by people that are willing to tell you the whole the whole story I currently have wet hair I don't have makeup on I'm I just stuffed my face with Maltesers and I feel really sick about it and, you know, the, the, I can go on. I can honestly go on. My nails are not done. Like, it's, I'm falling apart. But the reality is that I shouldn't expect too much more in my current circumstances. And I'm, I'm learning to be happy with this situation. But like I said, we know social media is a highlight reel. But unfortunately, I think in a vulnerable state, especially, we struggle to um, recognize that. You know, I don't know that we let our minds accept that information as much as logically we know we're only seeing, you know, this angle of what we see. Like, for example, you watch anyone, you know, put together, let's say, a story on Instagram and you can see it tells you that they're using a filter. And regardless of the fact that you have that information, when you're feeling crappy and, you know, shitty about yourself, you don't pay attention to the fact that the only reason they look as good as they do is because they have a filter over, over themselves as they're recording. You know, um, we know that there are apps that help you edit photos, for example, but when you're feeling shitty about yourself and you're only looking at those things without getting the bigger picture, you're not paying attention to the information that's going to logically tell you that what you're seeing is a curation, it's art, it is a highlight reel and it's not the full picture. So, in my current state, I spend a lot of time looking for inspiration on what the hell to wear um, mid pregnancy. I am, I've mentioned already, feeling heavier than I did in my previous pregnancy. Um, I know now what a summer pregnancy is like, and I've fallen pregnant at exactly, literally almost to the day, exactly the same time as i did during my first pregnancy so i know that i'm going to expect a not necessarily hot girl summer this year um obviously anyway it's fine but you know i i'm constantly trying to work out and i you know i'm not a person that likes to buy heaps of maternity clothes and i try and go through my wardrobe and see what i can do with what i've got but it's not just about having a bump in my case i have put on weight like for for many people so it's not like I can just wear my same jeans as before and then just tie an elastic around the tummy because my legs also struggle to <laughs> to fit what I was wearing before. Anyway, it's part of you know what happens to me during pregnancy. Um, so every time I search, you know, maybe Instagram or Pinterest or whatever, for some inspiration on what to wear, I'm fully aware that the photos I'm looking at are not the full picture. Of, of what's happening these beautiful women you know looking really stylish and glamorous sipping a, you know takeaway coffee walking around in their cute little outfits and all they have is a bump <laughs> that they manage to get clothes you know to nicely fit over um I know they're edited I know the models are carefully positioned to avoid showing you know double chins or cellulite I know the models are carefully selected or the people they might not be models you know there might just be people that upload pictures of themselves but still very often people who feel stunning in themselves are going to be sharing those pictures so these are not people that feel crappy about themselves at the moment go oh my god I've put on all this weight I'm just going to take a really nice photo of myself and upload it it doesn't really work that way so it's I'm looking at images of people who feel great about themselves who uh, know very well how to position themselves in a way that is not gonna expose the bits that they don't love about themselves right now. And that's what I'm looking at for inspiration. Knowing all of that stuff, I still walk away from like my outfit search um, feeling like shit. Absolutely feeling like shit. So I am in leggings and jumpers every single day and I will still cringe when I catch my reflection Um, if I'm walking around the shops so that's you know that's exactly what I even what I'm trying to say is even with a knowing brain with a mind that is well aware of the fact that everything that I'm seeing is very carefully presented to me I'm vulnerable enough in my state to let it affect me and let it be something that I compare myself to constantly And just like that example, I think the same goes for obviously, you know, being a new mum or mum life in general. It's capturing, you know, or, or searching for inspiration, searching, reading blogs, seeing, you know, photos or stories or videos of people who are just like, they've got their shit together so well. And even if I can sit here and say to you, that's not the full picture, that's not the full picture, your vulnerable mind is is going yeah yeah whatever i i like this because look don't get me wrong this is a little disclaimer i love inspo like i love inspiration like the next person does i when i look at a beautiful image it makes me feel inspired to want to be the same right it makes me feel um you know whether it's someone that's gotten really fit and healthy um, whether it's someone that's worked really hard on on whatever it is that, you know, they've a transformation of a, a place, you know, that started off looking really crappy and now their house looks awesome or, you know, someone that's, you know, dressing beautifully or whatever it might be. I absolutely love it. I'm, I know I'm not the only one. We look for beautiful pictures. It makes us feel inspired. It makes, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that that's something you should stay away from altogether. Um, all I'm saying is that what I find helps is looking for it in people who share all angles, right? So show me the beautiful side. I mean, I wear makeup when I when I can be bothered <laughs> these days. You know, I like to get dressed up. If I was any good at it, I'd also be sharing beautiful photos on online. Um, but what I'm saying is expose yourself to the people or, you know, the inspiration that is going to show you all angles so show you the hard work that went into it for example um talk to you about the fact that this beautiful image is or this this perception that i've created is is actually um ba- you know it, it involves all this work that's gone into it or this beautiful image has been taken while there's a screaming toddler in the background or or something like that you know i'm just saying allow you know allow yourself to to be exposed to things or, or information that is going to give you the full picture so that you can be inspired but also understand that that side of you that you're like I wish I wish I was more like that well you actually are you know you actually are because no one's perfect so the bits that you doubt yourself on they also they also experience I watched a video of I can't I don't even know who she was talking online the other day i think it was a tiktok and she was saying you know obviously i'm only going to share my a highlight reel um we all know that mums have it hard we all know that mums have it hard and i just want to share the nice parts of my life and i thought that's great but you've waited it kind of until you've gotten to this point in your in your popularity to, to share the fact that we all know like we all have it hard you know it was kind of like a, a byproduct a side comment kind of saying like We've all got it hard. I just want to share the nice stuff. And that's totally for her. Like, good for you if that's what you want to do. But I'm just saying at the receiving end, I personally would like to see you talking about all of it. And I'm not telling people what to do with their social media accounts at all. I'm just saying for you who's listening to me, if it's if it's if if having an unclear standard or expectation is causing you mum guilt, then then take my advice and try to be conscious of what you're letting into your mind and who you're letting influence you around what's normal and what's not because even the people who are saying you know this is my beautiful life when they every now and then get an opportunity to they're going well it's not that's not the full picture I just want to be you know there are many people I'm not going to go listing them now but there are many people who share gorgeous images and you know examples of them in their element but also go oh my god I've got breast milk all over me as I'm taking this or as I'm editing this photo you know, I just think that's a nice way to make us feel a little bit more human um, and like us it's not their responsibility at all I don't feel like it's their responsibility but I think I'm taking responsibility um, for what you expose yourself to if that makes sense I want to take that and go hey, just be conscious of the fact that there's more to the picture, there's more to what's being presented here and maybe you're better off if you are struggling with mum guilt and you are struggling with these expectations that you put upon yourself, maybe you're better off being conscious of the fact that unless someone shares the full 360, then maybe you're hurting yourself by, by only absorbing that imagery. So another way that I consider, you know, shifting your expectations or lowering your expectations or your standards to cut yourself some slack is, and this might be a little bit more of a practical tip, is just to think about, I feel like there's too much in the mix. There's too many things that we want to achieve, which is why things are unachievable, obviously, but also we don't know how to measure what's worth it and what's not. Um, so I feel like you need to take some time like really take some time put some time aside to think about what your non-negotiables are versus what your nice-to-haves are so what for me is non-negotiable in a day and you know are those things things that are essential for me to live or essential for me to feel good about myself or have joy or pleasure or whatever it might be then you know, I would list what are the things that would be nice to have, like it would be nice to be on top of the laundry all the time. It's not essential though, it's not essential for me to live, but it would be nice. Um, And then there's stuff that's totally unnecessary, which I can't think of an example right now, but you know, there's stuff that you just put pressure on yourself for absolutely no reason. So as I said, you know, consciously put some time aside to analyze Or assess what's really non-negotiable for you Um, and I think actually planning on how you're going to address those things actually going you know I need a bit more self-care I need you know I need to feel I need to do something so that when I leave the house this is one that really can make or break my 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 confidence or my mindset at least I want to do all the self-care things that mean that when I leave my house quickly when I'm like I just got to duck down to the shops I still feel somewhat put together so it's not about saying oh, I need to have like all these good outfits in place and blah, blah blah for me for example it's if I can put some time aside to to make sure that my nails are done then and my eyebrows are done for example which is never the case I don't think I've ever had my eyebrows done I just you know anyway but my point is having the little kind of fine details that ordinarily that's what that's what I pick myself apart for like if I go down to the shops I go catch up with a friend for a coffee and I'm like oh my god my nails look really shitty or I just feel like I'm not put together at all and on top of it I've thrown on a jumper and some leggings that's the stuff that I'm like actually that should be a non-negotiable for me those little things that make me feel like I can just leave the house at a moment's notice and still feel somewhat put together That is more important and I know it sounds crazy and most people would laugh at this but that should be more important than making sure that I'm absolutely on top of my laundry. I personally would happily go, I'll get to the laundry but today I've got an hour to myself or my toddler's napping, I'm going to sit down and do my nails. I don't care if that sounds crazy because I know that's going to put me in a better mood than having all my laundry done and then popping out to see a friend and me not feeling, for me personally, something that I, you know, that makes me feel put together. So as I'm describing, you know, making sure that your non-negotiables include things that make you feel good about yourself, exercise, um, time with your partner, time with your friends, you know, how do you factor those things into a week and how do you say these are the things I'm going to plan for so that everything else doesn't take over because it's so easy to fall into a trap where basically parenting and chores take over and you never find an opportunity to go but I've put time aside and literally planned like from from this time to this time or from the moment my toddler goes to bed I drop everything I'm not going to finish unloading the dishwasher I drop everything and I go and you know I don't know do a, do a 30 minute workout in front of the TV. If that's your thing, you know what I mean? It is actually scheduling it or having a plan in place so that when you when you know if you were to not be able to do it, it would feel like you've you've missed out. and that that is something that okay, there's my measure. If I haven't been able to achieve it, I've missed out. That should be a non-negotiable. Non-negotiables might also be might for you be cleaning the house and that's cool. I'm not telling you what they should be. I'm just giving you examples of what for me helps me kind of in the in the bigger scheme. So if you think I, you know, I, I can handle I can handle regrowth, I can handle not doing exercise, but I want to make sure that my house is spotless every single day, fine, schedule it. Decide when you're gonna do that. All I'm saying is really be clear on what are your non-negotiables and then everything else can kind of come second. So you should only set expectations around achieving what's not negotiable um, everything else is a bonus and I'm, you'll definitely get to other things more you know more often than not but the reality is that you shouldn't feel shortchanged, or you shouldn't feel like you have you know been slack and not achieved everything on your to-do list because your to-do list is filled with stuff that is absolutely negotiable that is a problem. Another tool that I always use um, that helps me kind of cut myself a bit of slack and set the standards clear in my mind. Is using a bit of a measure, which is you know what will you regret more, um, and that only you can answer. So I feel like if I've got, if I've got to work out how do, how I'm going to spend my time, I've got an hour to do something, or I've you know, I have the morning to do something, or or I n- I want to think about what I want to achieve by the end of today. Um, for example, you know, do I need to do chores or do something fun? Let's say you have a day off. You've decided to take some leave from work and you've given yourself a day. And I literally did this like two days ago. I had I took some annual leave. My daughter was in childcare. That was the first time in my entire time being a mum that I didn't feel like I've, I just didn't. I just I, I gave myself permission to have a day. And my intention, before I sat down and thought about it carefully, was to really scrub the house down. <laughs> and I was like, you psycho. You!" I clean all the time. I do that shit on an absolute daily basis. And now I'm going to use an annual leave day to do exactly the same thing. So I basically dropped everything. And I went, called my mom and went into the city and just waddled around. Didn't buy anything. But I just felt like I needed a bit of fun and I needed a bit of something other than my usual routine but I guess if you you know if you apply the measure what would you regret more thinking about okay so I've got a day off would I regret more cleaning the house or would I regret more doing something that I never get to do or you could flip it around and say would I regret not having the house cleaned over not having spent the time doing something fun And if not having the house cleaned is the thing that you would regret more, then there's your answer. That's how you should prioritize your time. Um, You know, you have a napping child and you have to work out how am I going to spend the time without expecting yourself to be able to do everything. What would you regret more? Having some rest or cleaning? Or like I said, flip it around and say, regret more um, not having cleaned or not having had a rest when the child is waking up and you hear them waking up do you go oh I'm so bummed that I got all that cleaning done or do you go oh I'm so bummed that I managed to get some rest or flip it around and say oh my gosh what was I doing resting I could have done more cleaning or oh my gosh what was I doing cleaning I could have done more resting like that's how that is how I measure things all the time and I feel like you you know it for yourself because you know what what you're more frustrated about in terms of how you didn't spend the time but I think if you apply that measure in advance and it helps you go just stop there's nothing there's no way you can achieve everything what are you going to regret more however you frame the the options to yourself that measure for me works beautifully and it works not only during like a day I always think about it in terms of life like what am I going to regret more in life having spent some money on a holiday that I've got really memorable you know um, experiences from and all these memories that I can cherish for the rest of my life or not having gone on that holiday so I can continue to work or not having gone on that holiday so I can dedicate myself to, to achieving a goal and then like you think you measure it kind of that way and you- it helps you decide how you're going to spend your time and it helps you decide what how you're going to set your expectations. I spoke I think two episodes ago about thinking about your future self, your you know your past, your present and your future self as people you should do nice things for and I feel like this measure of you know what am I going to regret more is a huge gift to my future self because I don't want to live in regret and I don't want to live frustrated. So like I like I said already I have this goal I'm really excited about working on this podcast um I would regret more not doing it while my daughter's napping than not putting all these folded piles of washing away which I will get to <laughs> at some point I'm I might be procrastinating but let's be real um no but realistically if I was to say well I need to do that stuff and I need to have this house tidy I personally I wouldn't be feeling as good about myself as I would going you know what I'm so glad I I recorded an episode and now you know with whatever time I've got left I might relax for a bit what before she wakes up and then put the clothes away once once she's woken up or you know that that's that's how I measure how I'm going to spend my time and I guess the last way I can think of right now to just drop the expectations a little bit drop the standards a little bit is you know kind of linked linked a little bit to what you expect to be able to achieve especially around your kid. You know, I often feel really shitty when we haven't left the house all day. We've only been doing stuff around the house. You know, fun stuff, drawing, you know, maybe watching something fun on TV amongst other things that need to be done. But just the notion of not leaving the house is one thing that I feel guilty about with my daughter. Um or the fact that she sat behind a whole movie while I've gotten things done, that makes me feel really shitty, really guilty. Or that I haven't, you know, prioritised getting her to bed by a certain time. So then, you know, all that shit. Or the food that she... eats, whatever it might be. But something that kind of dawned on me the other day was like, if you reflect back to your childhood, not everyone has had an amazing childhood. I acknowledge that. I had a great childhood. um, And... These are the things that don't stand out to me that I think, oh my God, I'm spending so much time regretting and feeling guilty about stuff. But I don't recall a single time that I was bummed about the fact that I got to watch a whole Disney movie. I don't ever think as a kid, I thought, man, my parents are slack that they've just let me watch this whole movie. I was so excited about the fact that I got to watch a whole movie. I, I don't even remember what they were doing while I was watching that movie. I'm I'm just remembering myself as a kid. Why would you feel guilty about that if your kid couldn't be more excited about being able to do that? Um, I don't remember being bummed that we never left the house because I don't I don't actually remember being conscious of you know time to that extent and going, mm, you know what it's not been since yesterday since we stepped foot out of this house. I'm too, you know, obsessed with what I'm doing, drawing, colouring in, dancing around, making cubby houses, playing with my toys, whatever it might be. I Like as a child, the stuff that we're feeling guilty about, the kid's not even caring about, at least not in my case. I don't know, I could be wrong. Maybe you as a kid, you noticed those things. But for me personally, I was definitely not bummed about the fact that we didn't leave the house. Um, I don't remember being conscious of how often you know oh my god it's not been a week since we've been to the park because that's another one i feel like shit about that we have a park down the road and it's very sporadic you know that we go whereas i'm sure I, in to my in my perception people take their kids on a daily basis and i could be totally wrong and i'd love to be wrong because i feel terrible about it um but i don't remember as a kid going wow you know we've got a park just down the road and it's been a week since we since we've gone to visit the park um i just think like oh, you know oh i my mum didn't stick to my bedtime routine. What a slack mum. Of course not. I was cheering that I got to be up later than, you know, later than the night before. Like I just think, you know, if <clears throat> if this is something that is causing you guilt um, and if this is something that you're, you know, you are just be conscious of the fact that you are the main person concerned. You are the main one that is worrying about it. And I can tell you from my personal experience The things that I feel guilty about as a mum now, when those things happened to me as a child, they did not impact me negatively. As far as I'm aware, watching a whole Disney movie on a bloody rainy afternoon did not impact my development. As far as I know, um, they did not stunt my growth as far, like I said, as far as I know, uh, but all the things that make me feel like shit now as a mum i i know confidently that they didn't affect me negatively as a kid so i just felt like sharing that with you as a way to kind of drop the expectations a little bit as well because if you're the main one concerned is and if this is really causing you guilt then it's time to just fucking lay off yourself and give yourself a little bit of a break think about the fact that kids love this stuff you may have loved it as a kid too um and so and if anyone is giving you shit for it, tell them to lay off as well, because and remind them, you know, oh, what were you devastated as a kid that you got to watch a whole Disney movie? You know, I'm, I don't know why I keep quoting Disney Disney movies because that was my obsession as a kid. But you, I hope you know what I'm saying. Anyway, we've come to the end of the episode. I have a little bit of time before my toddler wakes up, so I might use it to eat some lunch, and maybe contemplate getting to the shit show that's happening around me right now. Um, I just want to remind you to trust your gut, be kind to your pooch, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh.